sharing today and I've been meditating on something you know you, you look at the news you look at where people are at and man boy tensions are high emotions are high and um we struggle we struggle to do the one thing that God commanded which was to love as he loves right to be one, to fulfill the, the prayer that Jesus wrote. Now, granted, we don't do that in our own strength. That's a God thing. Uh, that we would be one as he, as he and the Father are one. These are impossible standards. And yet he's called us to do them. So what God calls, he empowers, which is why I named this how to walk in unity in the midst of divisiveness. Boy, there's stuff out there. There's stuff in the world, cray cray. Um, there was stuff in the church, cray cray. And, you know, we're, we're struggling and we need help. Oh my goodness. There is no condemnation in Christ Jesus, but there is a commandment to come up higher. God is using it all to conform us into the image of Christ. So let's, um, let's talk about this. Uh, let's go to, I'm going to use quite a bit of scripture today. I'm going to use a passion translation because honestly, wow, I was really rocked by some of these things that I haven't really delved into for a while. And I just believe, uh, it's going to, wow, really, oh my goodness, help. Wow, what a concept. So let's go to Ephesians 4. I'm going to start in verse 1. Uh, he said, as a prisoner of the Lord, I plead with you to walk a holy, uh, walk holy in a way that is suitable for your high rank given to you in your divine calling. So holiness is not a curse word. It's not a killjoy. It's actually wholeness. Oh my goodness, that it's beautiful. And it's what you were made for. It's life giving. Let's reframe it. Let's go to verse two with tender humility. And quiet patience always demonstrate gentleness and generous love towards one another, especially toward those who may try your patience. Dang, right? That's heavy duty, right? Um, be faithful to guard the sweet harmony of the Holy Spirit, Spirit among you in the bonds of peace, being one body, we're one body, we're one, and one spirit, we're one, as you were called into the same glorious hope of divine destiny. This is our destiny, and we have this in common. For the Lord God is one, and so are we. For we share in one faith, one baptism, and one Father. And He is the perfect Father who leads us all, works through us all, and lives in us all. Okay, wow, I could go off in about 12 different ways there, but I'm going to continue. Um, I'm skipping down to verse 13. Uh, it, it, in between, um, verse, uh, six and verse 13, it talks about, um, the fivefold ministry. And verse 13 continues, these grace ministries will function until we all attain oneness in faith, which God says we have, until we all experience the fullness of what it means to know the Son of God. And finally, we become one into a perfect man with full dimensions of spiritual maturity and fully 
developed in the abundance of Christ. This is where we're heading. We have this in common. I love this next verse. Are you ready? Oh my God, this just makes me laugh. If you don't think the um, scripture can be really entertaining, <laughs> you're just reading it wrong. Okay, verse 14. And then our immaturity, oh my goodness, will end. Uh, and we will not be easily shaken by trouble, nor led astray by novel teachings and by false doctrines of deceivers who teach clever lies. But instead, oh my goodness, here it is. Here's the beautiful part. But instead, we will remain strong and always sincere in our love as we express the truth. All our direction and ministries will flow from Christ and lead us, this is the fruit, deeper into him, the anointed head of his body, the church. Uh, verse 16, for his body has been formed in his image and is closely joined together. We are close. We are tight that we probably need to learn to get along um, <laughs> and constantly connected as one. And every member has been given divine gifts to contribute to the growth of all. And these gifts operate effectively throughout the whole body. We are built up and made perfect in love. So, you know, the title of this, I, I have more here because this is actually such a rich, I haven't like camped out in this for a while. Um, how, how do we walk in this unity? Well, we need to really see who we are because we are made in the image of likeness to love. We have so, more in common than we have not in common and our uncommonness um, are various flavors. And then sometimes there are things that we, um, we get confused on, uh, you know, and we all have it. Like if we think ding to ding ding, we have it all figured out. Well, you know what? Let's do a humility check. Okay. But we are growing. And in the meantime, in the meantime, cause we are all in process. He tells us to walk with tender humility and quiet patience always demonstrate gentleness and generous love, not a little dabble do toward those who may try your patience, right? And so this is something he empowers why we're rooted and grounded in love. We're one with love. We look like the person of love. We're rooted and grounded in love and love is empowering us. Love is causing us to become uh, full, to become perfected, the, the, the perfected in, in who we are. This is us being conformed into the image of Christ. These are all different things. And we have to recognize that we're one. We really are one. This is not a new age teaching. This is an ancient age teaching. Uh, we're not God, but we're created as little G gods that look like him in our flavor and require constant dependency. Listen, if we're to love as he loves, that is going to require Require supernatural empowerment. And that is, I'm seeing this here that needs to come down. Um, <laughs> um, that's going to require supernatural, um, uh, 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 just a grace and strengthening and even the ability to, uh, to see, uh, where we need to come up higher and yield and yield. Um, I love it. As we do that, our immaturity, when we're not acting like that, we're acting like we're immature. I don't care how long we've been walking with the Lord or whatever our, you know, title is or whatever we think we know, we're, we're immature. Okay. Immature, maturity looks like love. Um, let's see. Okay. So verse 22, I'm going to take us back. Um, it says, 
at, at, at verse Ephesians 4.22, and he has taught you to let go of the lifestyle of the ancient man. This is a lifestyle, not a nature. Let me just help you. The old self-life, which was corrupted by sinful and deceitful desires that spring from delusions. Why do we have these uh, sinful and deceitful desires? Because we're delusional. We don't know who we are. We don't know who God is and we don't know who we are. So we have delusional ways of thinking that lead to sinful desires, that lead to selfishness, self-promotion, uh, that are insecurity, that are arrogant, that basically do not look like love, okay? Ding to ding ding. It's helpful to connect the dots. That is incredibly empowering. And verse 23, now it's time to be made new by every revelation that's that has been given you. Wow, that sounds like being transformed uh, by the renewing of our mind. And we head on to verse 24 and to be transformed formed as you embrace, oh my goodness, this is such beautiful language, which is why I love this translation, to be transformed as you embrace the glorious Christ within. He's in all. Okay, da, 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 da. Okay, I'll, I'll keep going. Christ within as your new life and live in union with him. How do we do this? We embrace Christ within. We let God be God. Oh my goodness. We got Holy Spirit. The sons of God are led by the Spirit of God. And God is love. And God is leading us in love and empowering us and live in union, not separate, but live in this place of dependency and oneness with Him so we can actually be one with one another. Ding to ding ding. Okay. For God has recreated you all over again in his perfect righteousness. Okay. You can do this because you've already been recreated. There is no old man. There is no sin nature. You've already been recreated. Jesus actually did something on that cross, right? And it's, it's righteousness, but it's not just righteousness. It's perfect righteousness. It has been completed and you now belong to him in the realm of true holiness. As I like to bring out, in true wholeness, you're already there and we're working from there. This is the working out your salvation. Okay. So what does that look like? Because a lot of times we're like, yay, that sounds good. Check. I get it theologically. I get the right multiple choice question. And my question to you, that's great. But my question to you and me, okay, is are we bearing fruit of that? Is that bearing fruit? Because if it's just head knowledge, I mean, yay for head knowledge, but let's bear fruit. Okay. So, um, what does that look like? I'm glad you may have asked. Um, and it looks like he just, I'm, I'm going to list it out like in bullet form, which is always helpful for me. Discard dishonesty and lying. And we need to first discard dishonesty and lying to ourselves because we all have ways of being that we're not, that a lot of times we're just, lying to ourselves, right? Don't let passion of emotions lead to sin. Ding, da, dang, dang. Okay, so there's so much in our passion, and you know, there's so much pressure going on that we lead to sin. Well, we don't have to. Ding, da, ding, ding. We do not have to. We can rebel against that. And when we, when that happens, we can repent, think a new way, clean up our mess, forgive, be forgiven, and move on right? Don't let anger or uh, anger control or fuel revenge. Be angry and sin not. If God is saying that, he gives you capacity. Listen, you're rooted and grounded. You're one with God. You've got a secret, I don't say weapon, a secret empowerment, okay? That people who are disconnected from that true reality, uh, that are disconnected functionally, 
uh, aren't able to draw upon, but you do. And some, sometimes we need to go inside to allow us to behave like lovely people. Okay. I love this one. Make an honest living. Okay. You know what? Don't need to cut corners. Uh, listen, if God can't provide for you, uh, then, you know, don't worship him. But I'm saying, you know, you can live an honest living because God will provide for you and make a way for you to do that. And this is beautiful. I love this one. Uh, and I'm just going to read it verbatim, verse 29. And never let ugly or hateful words come from your mouth, but instead let your words become beautiful gifts. We can give gifts to one another. We can use our words to tear down, or we can use our words to gift to one another. That encourage others. Okay. Um, uh, let's see. I'm going to switch down to uh, 31. Uh, it says again, just in case we missed it, lay aside bitter words Temper tantrums. Are we seeing this? I seriously, there are times when I throw, I'm just being honest. I I know you think I've arrived. (laughs) There are times, and usually what I have to do is I have to send myself to my room (laughs) so I can throw my tantrum in my own space. Why? I don't want to vomit on other people, right? Um, Revenge. Okay. That's just a no, right? Profanity. Okay. I'm being called up a little higher in that. So I'm just happy and insults. Okay. We're not, we're, this is not godly to insult one another, right? But instead be kind and affectionate. Oh my goodness. You can love people who disagree with you because, oh my goodness, they're so beautiful. You're already one with them. Even if you disagree, um, be kind and affectionate toward one another. Has God graciously forgiven you? Let me think, 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 think. Oh, yeah. Okay. Check. Okay. Then graciously forgive one another. It looks like forgiving. Oh, my God. We might need to put on our big boy, big girl panties on there. In the depths of Christ's love, we can forgive because we've been forgiven and because we're loved. And oh, my God, you know, wow, I've blown it. So maybe I can forgive you for blowing it, right? Okay. And um, so this is a measure. This is what it looks like. And if it looks like that, you're empowered. How are you empowered? Because you're one with love. It always goes back to Jesus. I I write these how to, and it's kind of silly because it's like draw upon your union with Christ. That's the answer every single time. If you don't want to watch, you know, the video or listen to the recording, that's the answer. But probably you need minister to ministry to remind you who you are, to remind you who you're one with, to remind you who God is, to remind you that you've got that empowerment, that Holy Spirit is conforming you to the image of Christ. He's empowering. He's all the while a Actually, at work in you, energizing and creating in you the power and love to will and to work for his good pleasure, satisfaction and delight. And he just laid out dang, that dang, dang, what that looks like. Um, and I love that. If you head on to Ephesians 5, because remember, the Bible was never really cut chapter and verse. Uh, in verse 5, 1, it says, be imitators of God in everything you do. So we imitate what the lovely one For then you will represent your father as his beloved sons and daughters. And now, oh my goodness, now this is kind of the how to do that. I love that verse too. I hate it when when people tell you what to do, but they don't tell you how to do it. I'm like, okay, so now I'm condemned. I've got this thing that I can't really do, and I don't know how to get there from here. And now I'm really depressed. (laughs) Okay, so... Happily, he tells that Paul tells you how verse two in, in Ephesians five and continue to walk surrendered 
to the extravagant love of Christ. You know what? If you, when you and me need to come up higher in love, we need to surrender to his love. And I, last time I checked, love never fails. I don't think that changed. Continue to walk, surrender to the extravagant, not an, a little dab, but it so swamps out that it's like, okay, I may be able to be saved another day, right? You know what I mean? It, continue to walk, surrender through extravagant love of Christ, for he surrendered his life as a sacrifice for us, for you. His great love for us was pleasing to God like an aroma of adoration, a sweet healing fragrance. When we love, we're presenting that. When we forgive our enemies, um, we're presenting that. When we're, we're pressed and, and, oh my God, I just want to pinch their heads off at, if, if I were being the nicer version of me. Um, if I, if I want to pinch their heads, well, you know what? I'm going to forgive. Um, you know what? I'm going to see past. People don't hurt or act crappy um, because they're vibrating with the truth of who they are, with their vibrating of the truth of who Christ made them to be. They're acting that way because they don't know who they are. They've forgotten, and that's not a happy place. And when we act that way, it's because we've forgotten. So maybe the person you need to forgive is yourself because you blew it. Uh, and as you do that, you can walk up higher. So just meditate on these things. Let Holy Spirit in you lead you, empower you, encourage you, remind you how lovely you are. And then you'll be able to walk this out more and more and more. After all, we are one. Jesus prayed that we would be one. And um, wow, he might be the one to help us get there from here. I don't know. I think so. And I think you probably need to be reminded and think so too, even though sometimes when we look around, it doesn't look like like it. Anyway, I hope this has been a blessing for you to do today. <laughs> Meditate on these. Let it get settled. Help you get rooted and ground. Oh, like to, yeah, you're in there. Oh my goodness. Maybe I can forgive. Oh my goodness. Maybe I can refuse to engage. Maybe when someone is like rankering on me and it's unfair and it's ugly, it's unjust, it's untrue, I don't have to engage. I can just say, I'm sorry you feel that way and move on, right? And do what you're called to do. Do what you're called to do. You're called to love. That transcends all the crap. Anyway, I hope this has been a blessing. Share this with someone who needs it. Okay, love you. Bye. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Perspectives with Catherine Toon. For additional information and resources, please visit catherinetoon.com.